Coming up on this week's Planet Japan, we'll fill you in on the big YouTube controversy here in Japan, and we'll tell you how you can turn your iPhone into a table. Stay tuned for episode 190, Interview with a Mermaid. Five, four, three, two, one. Direct from beautiful downtown Okayama City, Japan, you are once again, for no apparent reason, listening to Planet Japan. Get ready to join Doug and Jen as they take you on an unpredictable journey through the wacky and wonderful world they call home. And now, here's Doug and Jen. So, Jennifer. Hi. Jen. Jen, this name. Jenny. No. <laughs> the Jen Meister. The Jen Meister. The Jen Meister, uh, as the copy guy would say. That's right. Jenna Palooza. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Jenna Palooza. I like that one. Okay, sure. <laughs> so, maybe someday when I have my own rock festival. Yeah. <laughs> the Jenna Palooza. <laughs> yeah. uh, hey, here we go again. Yes, we do. One more time because the world demands it. <laughs> the uh, world demands their Planet Japan fix. Mm. If you will, if we you will. apparently having become some sort of addiction. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew? I know. Really? It's yeah. a little bit dangerous. Exactly. Oh my gosh. So once again, I'm still Doug DeLong. I'm the new and improved Jennifer Etta. Jennifer Etta, new and improved. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> and this is episode 190 Ooh. of the Planet Japan. Okay. Yeah. I think we've done more podcasts than any other podcast in the history. In the history? Of podcasting. Yeah, it's a long history. 190. I think the most, the second place podcast has done is like 25 <laughs> podcasts. That's it. Yeah. We are way in front <laughs> of 25. in terms of how many podcasts we've actually done. Hey, we're going to start off with our brand new feature, oh. Notes from the Twitterverse. Oh, okay. So people can, uh, without having to actually access my Twitter feed, can catch up <laughs> on all my uh, wonderful thoughts that come out of my, you know, equally wonderful head. <laughs> okay. Okay, first up on the Twitter machine, uh. I said, uh, seriously, George Bush? Getting dissed by Kanye West was the worst moment of your presidency? Uh, does 9-11 ring a bell? <laughs> George Bush, uh, in an interview for his uh. so-called book. Mm. <laughs> he wrote a book? He wrote a book, What's supposedly. It George. It's called... How I Screwed Up Eight Years Without <laughs> Even Trying. So George Bush is on TV uh, right. uh, doing his interviews, uh -huh. and he's talking to Matt Lauer. Okay. And uh, he's all upset about the, the time Kanye West told everybody that George Bush doesn't care about black people uh -huh. after the events of uh, Katrina. Oh, okay, right. Where George Bush uh, kind of sat on his ass while black people <laughs> drowned. So I think Kanye West was perfectly entitled to his opinion at that point about mm. uh, and his frustration, which a lot of people had, yeah, that the federal true. government didn't seem to be uh, all that uh, you yeah. know, worried about all the well, black folks not, that were dying. Not just not very responsive, <clears throat> I think. It just it struck me as odd that mm. uh, that would come to mind as the worst moment of your presidency. He told his wife at one point, "Yeah, that's the worst point of my presidency." Mm. Really. Getting, getting dissed by a rapper <laughs> is the worst. 9-11 doesn't spring to mind. Yeah, really, really. Yeah. Katrina, the event itself doesn't, mm. doesn't bubble up in your head there. Yeah. Oops. Yeah. Well. <laughs> so I'm not going to buy the book. <laughs> <laughs> That'll show him. I don't really think he wrote it. Probably written by an underling. Yeah, I'm I guessing. think so. Yeah. <laughs> be interesting. Okay. But speaking of George Bush, 
I, I thought it was kind of interesting the way uh, he dissed uh, Sarah Palin last week. Oh. He said some not-so-nice things about her. Okay. Yeah, he said uh, she sure. cost uh, John McCain the election. <laughs> well. <laughs> Which is true, nah, to a yeah. large degree. Yeah, to a large yeah. degree, right. But, uh, yeah, apparently he doesn't consider her a serious person. <laughs> serious person? Yeah. There's one thing George Bush Ow. and I can agree on, <laughs> that Sarah Palin is not a serious person. <laughs> serious person? Well, I don't know, a serious candidate, let's say that, yeah. No, a serious person. Oh, come on now. Yeah, she's not even really a person. Oh, come on, She's don't some say kind that. of robot. She is not. She's some the kind of right-wing robot that's been programmed. Pod a pod person. <laughs> a pod person. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> hey, here's some happy news. Oh, please. Uh, yeah. Yes. Uh, Happy news for me, oh. but even more happy news for my many, many listeners and admirers okay. around the world. Wow. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And that is uh, the fact that my old um, blog that I, I uh, kind of set aside three years ago uh-huh. is back. Oh. Nuts, dicks, and boobs Ooh. is back. Wonderful. Yay. Okay. Oh, people are excited. <laughs> That'd be fun. Nuts, dicks, and boobs. Uh, I chose that name because uh, uh, when people put certain terms in a search engine, they're going to come right across my blog. Oh, I yeah. see. Even yes. though they may have been looking, looking for, for porn. Some, yes, exactly. Looking for something else. They're going to get uh, incisive political commentary <laughs> instead. <laughs> exactly what you're looking for <laughs> on a lonely <laughs> Friday night. That's right. Right. <laughs> political commentary. We're going to focus on people in the news who uh, fit one of those three categories. Right. We've become expert on them through our Dick of the Week. We have. Yeah. yeah. So this is kind of an expansion of that whole concept. Okay. You see. All right. Nuts, Dicks, and Boobs. You can find it at nutsanddicks.blogspot.com or go to planetjapan.org mm -hmm. and we'll have a link conveniently located for you. Okay. Yeah. Sounds okay. easy. Last one on mm -hmm. the Twitter machine. Okay. Uh, maybe, uh, maybe we can make this our tech corner oh. as well. Oh. Yeah, it's fun. Exciting. It's, it's a way that you can take your iPhone uh -huh. and turn it into the size of a large table. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's called the... Uh, the iTable. It's called the iPhone table. <laughs> the iPhone yeah, table. The iTable. That yeah. would work. Yeah. Exactly. Wouldn't it? Yeah, and now it's uh, kind of a prototype. It's not uh, gone to market yet. Uh -huh. But there's a video on YouTube okay. that shows how it works, wherein you just take your iPhone... Mm -hmm. And you plug it into a portal there in the table, ah, and, and the, the entire tabletop top. replicates what's on the iPhone. Okay. And you can use your touch uh, movements on the table right. to do whatever you can on your iPhone. iPhone, except yeah. for maybe call people. That would be kind of weird. Yeah, holding that table up to your ear. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You probably want to put it on a speakerphone at that yeah, point. Yeah, maybe so. Maybe yeah. that would be better. Now, some people are claiming the whole thing's a fake, a fraud. Do you think it could be blown up that size? All the all the stuff that's on that little well, the iPhone. video looked pretty yeah. convincing to me but but even people who are using the applications on the iPad say that sometimes the graphics don't oh come I see what you mean out. the resolution yeah the resolution yeah might be an issue probably yeah yeah I would say so <laughs> <laughs> hmm. but uh, we'll see yeah I'll put a link at uh, at our website and people can check out the video because that would be kind of fun a couple right? of guys in Austria mm -hmm. put I it together iTable. iTable. Okay, well, that's it. That's notes from the Twitterverse. Okay. Shall we move along? Let's, let's move. We have a, a ton of stuff, but by all means, the most exciting thing to come later on in the show mm. is our interview uh, yes. with a mermaid. She is here with us today wow. in the Planet of Japan studios, anxiously awaiting her <laughs> turn at the microphone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She will be along uh, soon. 
uh, for a, a really spectacular interview about her uh, exciting adventure with Johnny Depp. Yes, yes, it who is. Who she knows personally. <laughs> sort of. Yeah. Yeah, no, you have to wait and see. Yeah, it'll be fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, before we do that, let's go back to the last show for just a minute because okay. we were talking about um, Yoko Ono. Yoko Ono, last yes. Time. Yes, that's right. And we were talking about uh, the, the fact that Japanese people seem to like the Beatles uh, perhaps because of. Uh, the Yoko Ono connection. Mm, yes, that's sort yeah. of the impression that I that I had always gotten. Yeah. So now yeah. we uh, we got a message on the uh, website from a Japanese person, right? Who says, uh, "Hold your horses." <laughs> perhaps Yoko Ono is not really all that popular in Japan, and perhaps people mm. actually hate her. <laughs> wow. Because Which, because well well this person <laughs> says perhaps jealousy is involved. Possibly. She came from a rich family. She was able to travel to the U.S. Mm. And uh, at that time, people in Japan, you know, they weren't even able, most of them, to, to travel because of the high uh, rate exchange and that's so right, forth. That's right, that's right. So people were jealous of Yoko Ono and the fact that she kind of latched on to a celebrity and was able to make... Mm. Yeah, and they, really and they don't famous. really consider her on her own to be uh, talented, per se. Well, yeah, I don't know. She, she's a very eccentric person. You know, and I know I that like her. in the states, yeah, there people are sort of tend to run hot and cold yeah. as to whether they like or dislike her. She's she is pretty out there. She's a pretty interesting girl. So we're interested to find out uh, what other Japanese people yeah, think th- about Yoko Ono. Hmm. Is it a negative uh, impression or a, a more positive, positive impression? One. Yeah, I've always gotten a, a positive sort of feeling about about it. Uh, yeah. about her. Whenever Yoko and I have gotten together, <laughs> I have expressed that. Uh, opinion to her and she's thankful (laughs) she's thankful right yeah you don't know Yoko oh you don't know Jack (laughs) oh I see Uh, but uh, yeah I don't know Yoko I know (laughs) (laughs) hey moving right along okay in a somewhat uh, more serious vein, a big YouTube controversy has broken out in Japan. Recently, we were talking about the fishing rights dispute ah, between China right. and Japan. Yeah. It's just gotten worse, you know. So recently, a Chinese boat rammed a Japanese boat, mm. and it was captured on on a video. Who took the video? Japanese uh, yeah, Japanese people. Yeah, Japanese people had taken it. Uh, it I think it was a self-defense vessel. Right. Okay. They had the self-defense So it had sources. the video. Yeah, they have it. But nobody had seen the video until recently. Well, I think... The public. The public didn't, hadn't seen it, yeah. but they had, I'm sure they had, right. they had it. It was filmed as like a security issue, right? So... Yeah. It was just a, some kind of a regular yeah, routine video yeah. operation. And there was a big brouhaha. There's a big brouhaha now because somebody has leaked this video onto Google's YouTube. Ah, and whose version of events does it verify? It, well, Japan's. Well, it's pretty obvious if you look at it. Anybody can, every, everybody, please go look. <laughs> <laughs> we'll put a link on the, on the website. Yeah, it, it definitely shows this boat ramming a Japanese, the Japanese mm-hmm. boat. Okay. It doesn't, it, you don't see like the whole, like what happened before and what happened after and this kind of right. thing. Anyway, but it's proof that China is being pretty aggressive out there in, on the sea. Now, was China denying that they had rammed the boat before yes. this all happened? You know, they're just not recognizing international law in this case. I mean, they're clearly in in Japanese waters. Yeah. This is all about those silly little islands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it, and fishing rights right. and this kind of thing. It's just gone out of control. But the Japanese government doesn't really seem to 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 care about this part of of the story. They're more concerned about how this video got 
onto YouTube, and yeah. whose whose fault is it for for leaking this? Okay, so who, they're, they're they're going after the leaker now. Yeah, they're going after the leaker rather than yeah. China. Even though the video <laughs> appears to support their yeah story, right? Which, I don't know. Yeah, it just odd. it does. It seems really really strange that. Yeah. Japan would be like, we've got to find out who leaked this video and why. And I think Sarah Palin did it. <laughs> I think she's the leaker. She's the leaker. Yeah. She leaked it. <laughs> Speaking of China. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They, um, they had a request for Japan. Ah, yeah, on top of everything else. Yeah. yeah now uh, they've got uh, Just a little request. Oh, cool. Yeah. They said, uh, would you please not go to uh, Norway? Is it Norway or Sweden? Uh, Where they give out the Nobel, the Nobel Peace Prize. Nobel Peace Prize, yeah. Yeah. And they said, please don't go because uh, they're giving that uh, peace prize this year to this Chinese guy, this uh, famous dissident who who we have uh, languishing in prison. Yeah, I know. You know. <laughs> yeah. and, and so it's kind of embarrassing for us, uh, you know, yeah. this guy who, who's, who's uh, democratic... Uh, Ideals have advocating yeah, democracy have have won him the the coveted Nobel Peace yeah. Prize. So they're yeah, they're still upset. Yeah, they're upset. They, At first, they, that they yeah. got that he got the prize, and then the, all these countries are going to go honor him. Yeah, exactly. So they yeah. re- requested on top of that, hey, we want to fish in all of your waters, and hey, <laughs> why don't you not go to that Nobel Prize thing? Yeah, yeah, it, it'll hurt our feelings. Yeah, it'll hurt our feelings. Yeah. We'll have a big party in China. Why don't you come to that? <laughs> yeah. yeah, we'll have more fun than they will. <laughs> Apparently, they've asked uh, some European countries as well. Yeah. Please um, don't go. Yeah, I, I'm yeah. sure they were asking the whole world. Please like, don't hurt our feelings. <laughs> we like communism, so just <laughs> butt out. Oh, dear. <laughs> I thought Barack Obama mm-hmm. should have gotten the Peace Prize again <laughs> this year. That would have been interesting. That would have driven uh, the right wing crazy. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. What? Again? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> okay. So, uh, yeah, this week's Dick of the Week oh, here is we from are. Australia. An Australian dick. Yeah. Gotta love him. Oh, those are the best ones. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in this case, it has to do with a uh, tattoo artist. Oh. Yeah. The Australian <laughs> tattooist has a little uh, tattoo shop apparently set up in his house there. Okay, okay. And do, somebody, yeah. um, somebody he knew or met or something came to his little tattoo place. Uh-huh. The victim in this case was apparently talked into getting a tattoo by the tattooist. You know, just good business. <laughs> yeah, he's a good he salesman. Said, yeah, exactly. Hey, you hey how about a tattoo? Cool. Yeah, everybody's wearing them these days. And they are, aren't they? You'll look good in this tattoo, I promise. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Babes dig it. And, and so they, they went through a book, and he apparently wanted to have that uh, the yin and yang with the dragon, everybody's favorite. Yeah, that's very cool. Yeah, sure. Yeah, mystic, <laughs> oriental. Now, apparently, though, these two uh, people got into some sort of altercation prior to the application of the uh, tattoo itself. Yeah, it sounds like they both got way drunk. That could be. Yeah, and yeah. just had a big argument. So imagine the man's surprise when, he, uh, when the tattoo had been applied and he went to the mirror to admire it. <laughs> imagine the shock and surprise when mm-hmm. he looks in the mirror, doesn't see a dragon, but instead sees a giant penis. Ooh, a penis. He says, there's a giant penis on my back. Why did you do that? Why did you tattoo a giant penis on my back when I specifically ordered a dragon? I know, really. Dragon? (laughs) Dragon, penis. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it was um, uh, just a dragon that uh, kind of uh, resembled a penis. Well, maybe he made him, maybe he's not a very good tattooist yet. And so he made like a mistake and it's like, oh, I can't do a dragon. Just do a penis instead. Yeah, close (laughs) enough. He'll never notice the difference. It's on his back. He can never see it. Uh, so the moral of the story is never ever get a tattoo on your back. 
Yeah. Well, don't let somebody talk you into a tattoo in the first place. Especially if you just had some sort of altercation. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and he's looking for don't, revenge. Don't piss off your tattoo artist. No, because they'll do yeah. mean things like that. I know. He got yeah. angry and, yeah. So uh, the guy that uh, put the penis on the back mm. is in big trouble. Yeah, of course, as you would. Yeah. The police yeah. didn't really appreciate his artistry, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, man. <laughs> So, yeah, now the guy has to go through some kind of surgery, probably, to yeah, get it yeah. taken off his back. Yeah, yeah, it's expensive, too. Yeah. Never looks quite the same. No, no. I would have just kept it. Big penis? It's a conversation starter. Uh, well, I, I suppose so. Hey, you want to see my back? It'll make you giggle. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> uh, it'll, I, it'll give you something to tell your friends about. I suppose that might work for, you know, your male friends, but I don't know if you're trying to woo <laughs> oh, a sweet a young word. thing. Woo. A woo. Woo-woo. 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 A sweet <laughs> young thing. I don't think that's going to work out very well. well you hey, know. baby, I have a tattoo. You want to see my tattoo? Yeah. If you like that, I got something else I could show you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're getting vulgar now. Uh, I know. There's really no call to be vulgar. <laughs> I know. I'm so sorry. It's your fault. <laughs> Okay, so that's our dick of the week. Oh, congratulations! Yeah, the Australian penis tattoo artist. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if his business will improve or decline following this episode. <laughs> Dude, no way. Well, uh, you and I both have have been teachers in the public school system. Yes, we have. So we have been witness to this uh, interesting phenomenon of very small children, little teeny tiny children, mm. lugging around these huge, giant, heavy. <laughs> Uh, book bags, book bags on their yeah. backs. Yeah, they're backpacks, but backpacks. Yeah, but they're kind of a, kind of an old fashioned style, and so it makes them look like kind of turtles. It did, yeah, yeah, indeed, it does. Yeah. And they're traditionally either bright red or like fire engine red, or they're black. Black, yeah. Yeah, and usually Japanese students wear a uniform, and so there are these kind of standardized backpacks. Right. All of the students have them, and they're for. And when they're walking all in a row. It's pretty cute. Yeah, it is pretty cute. Yeah. Well, if you look at their face closely, they're like, damn, this thing is heavy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, what the hell? It goes back a long time. They're traditionally made of leather, and they last a long time. So uh, that's why they've continued to make them like that, because yeah. they're, they're really sturdy. But I'm sure they're heavy. But now, anyway, but now, once again, mm, a big brouhaha. A big one. About the book bags. I know, the yeah, book bags. And the size of them. The size of bags. them, that's right. The manufacturers are now agonizing. <laughs> They're <laughs> agonizing yeah. over whether to make them a centimeter <laughs> wider. Traditionally, the book bags are 21.5 centimeters wide. Okay. They've been made this way for a long time. Yeah. But the school curriculum is now changing in Japan. They they had gone through a, f- a phase, if you will, of more relaxed school measures and ha- trying to have more fun and free time. Oh, well, no, no, no. No, no, no. No, this no, is school. Yeah, th- exactly. No fun at school. No, no, no. no. Now the, the what standard, were they thinking? <laughs> well, they were thinking. They were trying to... <laughs> fun <laughs> I, at school. I think they were trying to, you know, create more creativity and stuff like that. <laughs> Japanese students are portrayed as not having much creativity and yeah. they're all so now they're going back to cracking the whip yeah because now the standardized test scores are going down oh, and down no. and down and so now pretty soon fam- if yeah. that continues mm. they'll be as dumb as american kids <laughs> they're not exactly careful. don't yeah, yeah too much free time <laughs> see what happened to me <laughs> don't let it happen to you mm. yeah so now they're they're going back to memorize everything and, oh, that'll be fun. Then. And be the best at math. So the schools have, are going to make this, the textbooks a little bit thicker, and they're going to give out more A4 size 
A4 Prince. size. That's A4 the size. bigger size. Yes, it's yeah. the bigger sort it's of... It's like eight and a half by 11 kind of. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. They're going to give out more of those size prints rather than, I guess they had some smaller size prints. Right. But you need more, you need more paper size now because you have more homework or something. I don't know. But <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, is that these A4 size prints, if you put them into a, a clear file folder, they don't fit into the book bags oh, without bending them. You know? Wow, that's and not good. Exactly. Especially if you know elementary school students who definitely do not pl- handle things with, with care. <laughs> they just cram it into there, you know. <laughs> Where's your print? I don't know. At the bottom of the mm. book bag somewhere. So now they're thinking about actually uh, making the book bags bigger that, to, accommodate to accommodate the larger the larger size, size paper. That's makes right. Sense. It would make sense, except that some uh, some book bag companies are like, no, because it's not the traditional size. That's right. Tradition but, is really what's important. <laughs> <laughs> well, in Japan, it's pretty dang important. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so, some, so, some is, companies. so is fitting. Fitting is a, a concept that works for most <laughs> yeah, people. I know, really. You got this, it's good these when papers. things fit. Exactly. Yeah. It's a book bag, for Christ's sake. <laughs> so some companies are, are expanding to 22 centimeters. Oh, that's bold. That yeah, is bold. That's a one centimeter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but there's one major uh, school bag company called Saban, and uh, they're going to they're gonna keep it at 21.5 centimeters. Yeah, because, they don't care yeah, they what don't care. anybody thinks. Because they said, quote, we don't think school bags should be made bigger just for the sake of an A4 size plastic file. Well, there you go. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is defiant. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. So you know what they've done? No, I don't. They've made their own plastic files. Oh, really? To go along with their to, bags? To go along with the bags, yeah. of course. They, oh, that'll guess, work, yeah. Sure. yeah uh-huh. Except that you'd probably have to end up buying <laughs> yeah. those as well. <laughs> uh, sounds like a big racket, really. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. The big brouhaha over <laughs> a centimeter. <laughs> well, they are quite big. I guess a centimeter maybe really could topple one of those kids over. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised they're able to walk you know, at all <laughs> with those things strapped on them. When they're a little bit older, when they're like sixth graders and yeah. stuff, they look okay. But you're right. When they're kindergartners, they yeah. look, yeah. they're <laughs> The bag is actually bigger than the kid. <laughs> they need to put wheels they just on them. <laughs> put the kid in the bag, yeah, and they just you know, roll the bag down the street. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Wow. True enough. Okay. Well, okay. Yeah, good luck to our book baggers. <laughs> I know. Good luck to our students next year. With all your new heavy textbooks. Yeah. Well, it's that time to allow Marty there to, to pull up a chair. Oh, yeah. Come and, on down. Uh, <laughs> come on down. <laughs> come on down. <laughs> and uh, have a little chat. Okay. It's our interview with a mermaid. All right. Yay. <laughs> so for the first time ever, we have a mermaid right here in the studios of Planet Japan. Her name is Marty. Welcome. Thank you. How long have you been a mermaid? A mermaid <laughs> just for the past... I guess month or so, two months, ah. and a synchronized swimmer since I was six. Really? So almost 20 years. Wow. Jen and I talked about you and your uh, fiancé uh, on an earlier show, so people may be a little familiar with uh, <laughs> with your story, but uh, you came here from Seattle? Yep, that's correct. Is that right? Mm-hmm. I hear it rains in Seattle. It does rain, but not that hard, you know. Really? Is it exaggerated? Uh, the stories I well, hear. I mean, it does drizzle a lot. Oh, drizzle! But yeah. it's yeah, it's not rain, rain. It's like oh, drizzle, drizzle is worse than rain, though. It's drizzle. It's like moisture or, that can't make its mind up. Or light showers. Ah. We have a lot of names for rain up okay. in Seattle. <laughs> 
<laughs> now, your mother, I understand, was uh, was very important in the in the development of your uh, mm -hmm. interest in this. Yeah, Tell my us mom. That story. Oh, yeah, my mom was actually a synchronized swimmer in Japan, oh. and she was on the national team in Japan for a little while, and then actually that kind of led her to come to the U.S. And when I was very young, I got to go to a synchronized swimming competition just to watch because she was a coach. And then my sister and I were like, ooh, we want to do that too. <laughs> and so she got us started really young. Um, she was a coach, so yeah. that How helped. How old were you? I was six. Wow. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Yes. My sister was four. Yeah. You, know. you know, watching uh, synchronized swimming on TV, it looks uh, rather difficult. It is. It must take a lot of practice. Yes, it I'm does. Guessing. It does. <laughs> um, it takes a few years to master even, not necessarily master, but to be able to do some of the very basic uh, skills. And then, and then it takes more time to make them good. Yeah. So. <laughs> and you have to be, I'm guessing, you have to be kind of good at swimming. Yes, that really helps. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want anyone drowning out there. Exactly. That, that would be embarrassing. That would be embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> we should probably clarify, uh, you're not an actual mermaid. Oh. No. You no. play one in a movie. I do. A mm -hmm. big time movie. Yes, hopefully. Yeah. It will be an awesome movie that everybody will go out to see. Pirates of the Caribbean 4. Wow. Yes, coming out next Starring year. Starring Mr. Depp. Yes. Who you met. I did meet And him. fell in love with. And mm. it's a happy ending because now I understand you're getting <laughs> married soon to Mr. Depp. Oh. Is that correct? Am I? Mm, you're getting married news. to somebody. I am getting married. Not, not Johnny Depp? No, oh. not Johnny Depp. But you um, met him. Yes, I did meet Johnny yeah. Depp. Mm -hmm. Was he charming? Uh, he was nice, yeah. Was he full of himself? Um, I don't... <laughs> well, that's not the impression that I got from when yeah. I met him, but... You know, he was just coming out of his, like, makeup trailer oh. and was just like, eh, yeah. oh, here's these people. I guess Does I'll talk to lot? them. What kind of guy is he? <laughs> <laughs> well, he drinks wine. That's, ah, I, I know that. Yeah. Um, yeah, a few of us got a little cup of wine from him, Ooh. which was exciting. <laughs> you didn't pass yes. out after. It wasn't drugged, was it? Oh, no, it wasn't. Huh? Didn't slip you a Mickey, did he? Oh, no. But but then we had to, like, throw it out because we weren't actually supposed to have alcohol on oh, the set. So oh. that was, hmm. well, yeah. oh, well. But well, Johnny Depp gave it to you. you I know, right? He's the star of the movie. What, do you, what are they going to do? I, I don't mean, know. Yeah. Get mad at us? <laughs> How dare you accept that wine? <laughs> well, that must have been an interesting experience. Yeah. For you. It was. Yeah. Yeah, I've never been on a movie set before. So I understand there are certain things about the movie that you can't talk about. Yes, it's true. You're under contract, uh, secret uh, things that you can't talk about. Yes. I, yeah. I had to sign uh, a confidentiality agreement. Right. I can't really talk much about the plot yeah. or the set. What exactly are those things that you're not allowed to talk about? Oh, well. In, in detail. <laughs> <laughs> well. You can tell mm. us. We won't tell anybody else. Oh. But you can mm -hmm. talk about the, the experience of it. Mm -hmm. You just can't give away yeah, the secrets of the plot. The secrets, because then yeah. you won't go see it. Exactly. So what are you doing in Japan, then? What am I doing in Japan? Well, I am teaching kindergarten at an international school. Mm -hmm. So the school, everybody speaks in English there. It's kind of a, like an immersion program for kids. 
Okay. <laughs> so then what do, you, what do you teach them? Do you have a, a teaching license? I have a teaching credential in California. No kidding. Yeah. Oh, so then what do you teach them? Pretty much what a kindergartner would be learning in the States, but with more emphasis on vocabulary building. So you are, you're Japanese American? Yes. Wh uh, which generation are you? Um, so my dad is third generation. Mm -hmm. And so on my dad's side, I'm fourth generation, but my mom is from Japan, from Osaka. Okay. So from my mom's side, I would be second generation. Wow. Uh, so that's confusing. Then. It is. Yeah. It's very confusing. <laughs> yeah. Even, even in the U.S., it's confusing. Yeah. But now that I'm here, it's even more confusing. What's it like to be <laughs> in Japan, having grown up in America, but mm -hmm. being Japanese? Is it odd? It is odd because... Uh, everybody assumes that I know all the little cultural norms and little nuances. Uh, my vocabulary isn't amazing, so people will be talking to me about things, and I'm like, oh, can you explain that to me? Like, for example, at the bank, I didn't know how to transfer money, and I didn't know you could do it at the ATM. And so I had to get someone and be like, hey, can you help me with this? And I'm like, oh, actually, I can't read that kanji, so uh, can and you read that for me too? And do they look at you like, what do you mean you can't read that kanji? Um, or do you have to explain to them that you're not well, from here? <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I have explained it to some people, but like, they don't really care, you know? <laughs> they don't really care. They, I mean, it's their job to help you out, so they've been like, pretty nice about it yeah. but I know they're kind of like what's up with this person <laughs> <laughs> something not quite right yeah. about her. <laughs> her name is uh, Japanese yeah, but she, she looks Japanese she looks Japanese and her Japanese sounds okay but there's something yeah. a little bit off there she's the devil's child <laughs> <laughs> no I feel like usually they just think I'm really slow being from America I know mm -hmm. that there's you know your cultural background is really important so mm -hmm. so you're were you considered Japanese in America or just I went through a time where I was like am I Japanese am I American am I uh, Japanese American mm -hmm. and for a little while I was like I'm Japanese Japanese American but just now I, yeah now I'm just like I'm Japanese American is what I would say right just the way that other people look at you. Did they always say, "Oh, you're you're my like Japanese friend" or oh. stuff like that? Well, I grew up in an area where there were a lot of I wouldn't say foreigners, but like immigrant <laughs> families, uh, I guess, okay, okay. or so, uh, like their mom or their grandparents were immigrants. So everybody was so. sort of in all of the same boat. Yeah, there were a lot of people mm -hmm. in the same boat. Because I think that probably in Japan, you haven't been here all a long time, but mm -hmm. I think that a lot of people will will sort of see you as you know like their American friend or something like oh. that being, you know. Yeah, in being fourth grade, right. I w went to a Japanese elementary school for mm. the summer. Right. And I was like their American friend. And right. they would be like, hey, say a word in English. <laughs> and they're like, okay. <laughs> or something. Say it in English. Yeah. yeah. And then they'd be like, try to show me off to people. And yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Because you're, you're, because you look Japanese, mm -hmm. so you're probably a lot more accessible and approachable. I think so. It'll be, it'll, it'll you're gonna have an interesting time. Mm. It'll be fun. Yeah, it's been interesting <laughs> <laughs> so far. Excellent. You're gonna get married soon, as we mentioned. Yes. Not to Mr. Depp. <laughs> no. I'm sorry no. that didn't work out. Uh, never. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. You're getting married to an American gentleman. Yes. Michael. Mm -hmm. Michael. Yeah, and uh, where's he from? 
He's from Houston, Texas. Oh, Houston. Yes. Texas guy. He is. He's from Texas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's originally from Houston, and then we met at school at Stanford. Oh, you both went to Stanford. Yes, we went to Stanford. I went to Stanford. Really? Uh, for a couple of days I was there, and oh. it's a lovely campus. It is beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Never yeah. actually took a class or anything, but it's a lovely campus. Mm-hmm. It's nice. Yeah. So you met at Stanford. We met at Stanford. Mm-hmm. And then he actually went off to Japan for a year, ah. and he loved it. Mm. And so, but then he came back, and then we lived um, in San Francisco for a little while. Oh, I lived there for a couple of years. Oh, really? I love San Francisco. I do too. It's really nice. Yeah. So we were living in San Francisco, and then we okay, we couldn't find jobs because of the economy. And then Mike was like, "Well, why don't we just go to Japan?" And I was like, mm, okay, hmm. I'm kind of nervous. I've never lived out of the country. But he's like telling me how great it was there. And so, yeah, we decided to move to Japan. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to find a job near where he lives. So, yeah, so he's off Okayama. in a different city. So mm-hmm. how often do you guys get to see each other? Well, I've only been here a month. And he's come visited me twice. And I visited him twice. So That's pretty good. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. But I don't think it's going to be like that for the rest of the time that, we're that, here. That, the money I, I don't know months, if we could afford yeah. that. It gets expensive after a while. But it's definitely better than um, when he was in Japan last time because I was in California. Yeah. And so <clears> now <throat> we're in the ti- same time zone and we could try to see each other if we want uh-huh. to. Do you do the video Skyping thing? Uh, not yet. I don't have internet yet. Oh. Yeah. You got. You really should get the internet. I know. I, I know. hear the internet is really cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I hear that, too. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's your future look like in terms of uh, Japan? Uh, how long do you plan to stay here? At least a year, and we'll see after that. Because mm-hmm. yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, that's how of, long my contract is for the uh, school. That's exactly what I said yeah. 20 years ago. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to stay for a year, and then I'm out of here. We were talking earlier about uh, the fact that uh, members of your family back in America mm-hmm. had some experience in the, uh, the camps during World War II. One of the more uh, shameful episodes of the American government at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. They were sent away for a while. Experience. These are your grandparents. Yeah, these are my grandparents. Yeah. My grandpa's older brother. He had like a shop in Seattle and like a business going, and then he went to the camps, and then nothing when he came back. Um, so like the international town, I guess in Seattle or Chinatown, mm-hmm. used to be Japantown. But then really? all the Japanese... So when these people were forced to go to the camps, yes. the government just confiscated their businesses? Or did um, they get compensation for them? Or? I don't think they got compensated. Well, so a lot of people I heard like asked their neighbors maybe to just kind of like... Or gave their things away to their friends. What's the thing that's bugging you the most about living in Japan? Oh, after a month. After a month yeah. of living or in Japan. What, what, do you, what do you miss about not being an American. Oh, well, what I miss is not being able to just mm, look at signs and know know what they're saying, <laughs> ah, you know. Yeah. Or even, you know, be able to read signs and things yeah. like that. I could read some signs or I could I have like good guesses. Right. But I, I can't tell for sure. Oh, menus too. I'm like, hmm, that looks a nice uh, picture. Yeah. That that's that picture looks good. I'll yeah. go with that one. <laughs> it's amazing though these days uh how many restaurants here have English menus. Oh, okay. Spelling is a little off usually. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us more about your family. Uh my mom's from Osaka 
And how old was she when she went to America? She the first time she went to America, she was I think sixteen or seventeen,、ah. and she went to Walnut Creek, California, to train for、uh, synchronized swimming. Okay, and then I guess she liked it <laughs> because she ended up coming back in her twenties, closer to Seattle, to take some community college classes, and that is where she met my dad. Ah. Um. Yeah, my dad was living in Seattle, and his uncle was going to a church that my mom was attending. And his uncle was like, "Hey, there's this girl at my church, and maybe you guys should, you know, hang out, talk to each other, or something." And so that's how it、oh, started. It was set up. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it was. <laughs> so you、uh, you did the synchronized swimming for most of your life.、Mm-hmm. And you got to be really good. You were in a lot of high-level competitions. Yes, I was. I had a trio with my sister and a friend, and we went to U.S. Opens and we won U.S. Opens as a trio. When I was swimming at Stanford, our team placed in the Stanford placed in finals often.、Oh, so you were on the Stanford synchronized swimming yes, team. Yes, I was. Do most big universities have synchronized swimming teams? No. Not really. <laughs> Stanford is actually the only one on the West Coast that has、really? a synchronized swimming team,、oh, okay. and the only school that I applied to that had a synchronized swimming team.、Ah. So I was really happy that I got in.、Yeah. You still、sure. wear those little funny nose clips? Yes, we do. They're so cute. <laughs> <laughs> some people could.、Um, some people don't use nose clips though. Really? They're able to like curl their upper lip. And like cover、oh, there. That's attractive. But I can't do it, so <laughs> I, I have to suffer with the nose clip. <laughs> but it's a lot easier to breathe when you're above water when you don't have your nose clip on. Anybody ever drowned doing synchronized swimming? No one I know well, has drowned. Oh, that's good. But I know a lot of people that have passed out underwater. Oh, that's not good. No. Really?、Uh, yeah, it is dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> Now the movie comes out next year. Yes. We're not sure exactly. Not when. sure. Maybe it's, springtime. It's supposed to be April.、Mm-hmm. But maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> okay.、Mm-hmm. And are you、uh, looking forward to going to the theater and watching it? Oh, definitely. That'll be fun. Yes, I'm、yeah. going to buy the DVD and I'm going to like slow mo scenes. <laughs> That's me. So, <laughs> so that I could point out the dot that I might be in the back. When you're in the movie, <laughs> when you're in the actual movie theater、mm-hmm. in a room full of people,、mm-hmm. you should jump up. And yell, "Hey, that's me!" That's me on the screen. That's oh, me. Oh, and this movie is going to be in three D. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's、mm-hmm. cool.、Wow. So then you could see me in three D. <laughs> that would be cool. Because we're seeing you two D. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> I guess the other question I have is,、uh, what are the chances you could get、uh, free movie passes for for Jennifer and I? Oh. <laughs> I don't know in Japan. Hmm. We'll see. I'm a little bit bummed that I'm in Japan when it's going to come out because maybe my friends will see it before I do. Oh, oh that's true.、They're- I've seen Johnny Depp interviewed on TV.、Okay. He、uh, strikes me as one of the more intelligent people in the movie business. And since you know him, any chance you、oh, could you could friend, ask、yes. him to come here and do the Planet Japan for us? Oh, he well, he's very busy, <laughs> as you might imagine. Yeah, well, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Now is is this the last pirate movie? There's going to be a number five. Oh, Six, I think it depends on how this movie does. They all seem to do pretty well when they come out. Yeah, yeah.、So. They become a franchise.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, just like McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> McPirates. McPirates.、Yeah. Are. <laughs> well,、mm-hmm. thanks for coming into the studio. 
Marty, it was very nice to meet you. You're a lovely person and an even lovelier mermaid. Oh, well, thank you. Nice coming in. Yeah, thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. It was very, very interesting meeting you. Well, thanks, everyone, for listening. Uh, It's been fun. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. We'll be back again uh, next time. Okay. Don't forget to uh, check our exciting show notes and pictures and videos and so forth at planetjapan.org. Messages, only nice ones, can be sent (laughs) to planetjapan07 at gmail.com. And before we go, just a reminder that uh, if you're here in Japan, uh, we got the big podcast meetup party slash party in Kobe near uh, Sanomiya Station coming up uh, December 12th at 7 p.m. starting time. And, uh, of course, if you go, you get to meet all of your uh, favorite podcasters while getting, uh, you know, suitably intoxicated. Promises to be a merry and uh, jovial occasion. I'm going to do my best to, uh, to make the trek to Kobe. We will put a link to the uh, sign-up page in our show notes, and uh, you can go there and get all the particulars. Okay, we went a a tad long, so we're going to skip the music this time. Sorry, but uh, we'll be back here soon with more fun and excitement. Everyone take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.